1: Visit carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. We listen to Shine by Newsboys and we're going to talk about it today on Good Christian Fun.
2: We did it, <laughs> 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 Consider the source. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Consider the source. Everything
0: wanna get in the bath
2: club. There's a reason erasers don't work in your the park. Shagana. Shagana. Shagana source. Stop it,
1: That was, uh, of course, last week's guest as a little tag onto our theme song. (laughs) Kirk Franklin, who is now an official part of the Good Christian Fun theme song, and a co-composer. extended
0: universe. We have stolen his music.
1: We have truly carried on the Christian tradition of stealing a a man of color's music (gasps) and making it our own (laughs) without compensation. Welcome to Good Christian Fun, I'm Kevin.
0: I'm Caroline. And we're here to have
1: some good Christian fun. Good,
0: Christ- more christian than that hey, hey come on
1: <laughs> we're here to colonize your ear holes baby uh good christian fun is the podcast where we talk about christian pop culture the movies the music and the entertainment made for and made by christians but listen we're not here to make fun of you we're not here to make you go to church no. we're nice we're fine it's we're safe. here to
0: just you know remind you of of Time's gone by or to listen so- to something so you don't have to.
1: Nostalgia. We're making something great again. And it's I feel like memories. the internet
0: hasn't mind nostalgia
1: Yes. See, so we wanted to corner the market on remembering something and then just kind of saying, remember that? Yeah, that happened. And <laughs> isn't it interesting to reflect on it now? Can
0: I tell you a real frustration I had? Yes. Is you sent me With a our TikTok show? the other day. No, you sent me a TikTok the other day. That was funny. And it was just a guy talking about VeggieTales. And he was like, POV, you know, I'm talking about VeggieTales in my car. And all he says is just like, Bob the Tomato is a Christian or whatever. And they love Jesus. End of video. Mm-hmm. And that made, <laughs> that made me so mad because I was just like, all somebody has to do these days is mention Larry the Cucumber or mention Bob the Tomato. 500,000 likes on that video. Big boost. Big career coming for that kid. And I wax poetic on Larry the Cucumber week in and week out on this show. And where's my likes? You know, where's my career? So maybe- if you guys
2: put together like a business plan... Yeah. Where you try and reboot VeggieTales.
0: Now. Unless that, it's still going. It, it's still well, going. Well, it's been is rebooted the, a few yes. times, but not with the GCF touch. <laughs> not say. with the GCF touch.
2: What if the
1: vegetables were disgusting monsters in this <laughs> incarnation of it?
0: What,
2: what if, if they were just uh, n- nostalgic over old episodes of VeggieTales?
1: <laughs> hey, Bob.
0: Don't you yeah, don't they that do one commentary time? on their old episodes?
1: This is leading to an episode in which we ultimately do commentary on the first episode of Good Christian Fun or something oh, and man. the audio plays under I know I've heard podcasts like that where the audio <laughs> of a previous episode plays under. I feel the like podcast as a listener, that would be
0: so confusing. No, it rules well, ri-
1: you, you you make it low enough so it's not just like twenty voices. <laughs> at <the same> time.
0: <laughs> but I but like to differentiate between present day Caroline versus past Caroline, you know?
2: I've heard podcasts do it too. I know that Hollywood Handbook has done it, and I know that You Talk and You Two to Me has done it. Yes, but I in did. both examples, I feel like they constantly thought that the other was asking them a question because <laughs> yes. they were listening to the old audio. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> that was real. Yes, that too. Uh-huh. Well,
1: and to be efficient, we would want to play like two episodes at the same time so we can do a two for one. Right. So we're oh, playing. Oh, that's a good idea. We're
0: listening Maybe to the audio. Maybe our commentary could be us doing silly voices, and that way you can differentiate between us now. Mm, that's interesting. Van. Yeah, like like that, right. you know?
2: I heard an episode of a podcast once where they did the entire thing with vampire teeth in. Maybe you could do that. <laughs> that
1: did works. it sound like that's Bohemian Rhapsody, starring <laughs> Academy Award winner Rami Malek?
2: <laughs> it was horrible. The whole thing starring because those because those tiny those tiny plastic vampire teeth they make you drool really bad, and so they were just oh, like so they were just going <laughs> the whole time. <gasps> well, we awful.
1: need we need to up the stakes. We need to raise the game. In is that a vampire joke? By the way. We need to raise the stakes and <laughs> plunge into the hearts of the listeners, Mr. Gold. We need
0: to look in the mirror, really look at ourselves.
1: <laughs> it's good Christian fun. It's singles mystery where we talk about one song so we don't have to make the guests do that much before they come on. <laughs> <laughs> in terms of research, so the uh, barrier for entry is low. And we got a barrier for entry high sort of guest. So let's introduce Ooh-wee. the shit out of him right now. Friends and folks, you may know him from his podcast, Reply All. He's a tech support extraordinaire. Give it the hell up for Alex
2: Goldman. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. I feel like I feel like I should have gone way harder than I just did. If I want to be part of the theme song, I'm going to have to really whoop it up.
0: you got to bring that Kirk Franklin energy. Oh, it's not that
2: hard. You can just
1: request to be a part of the theme song. We'll probably make you a part of it. As I struggle every week like, what would be funny here? I don't know. As a uh, it wouldn't be too hard. I was thinking something. He betrayed Jesus for 40 pieces of himself for gold you know but i thought that might uh read a little too anti-semitic so i, I uh, didn't I'm,
2: it's fine with me i'm not mad about it all
1: right <laughs> that works yeah i mean what can we do this is you know this is you guessing on our show it's also a clinic we're talking to a man who changed the game forever in the medium with reply all we're talking to a man who flew to india for an episode of his show we're talking to a man that Wait, was it you the microdose LSD or was it your No, your it was PJ. Pal? It, was, it PJ. was PJ. But you've done My insane co-host. things. You've given we partnered over partnered with an LSD. You, you've given over so much of your life, your body and soul, to your They're show. A composer. Yes, that's true. So, what can GCF do in 2021? What is your gold your goldman nugget piece of advice to us? Yeah. For how?
2: I mean, I don't know. The one thing I would say is like, don't go to India. It sets a bar that is so high. <laughs> That everybody's like, I remember when they used to do cool stuff, like go to India, and now they just like sit in their attics. And I'm like, I'm like, half a million people have died in the past year.
1: Give me a break. You should do an episode that is as uh, kind of hyped up as the Go to India, the call center one, but it's you like going to the Starbucks on the corner, like (laughs) from like point five miles from where you live. Yeah, that would be a good like.
0: I do like the idea of just don't level up. Too high, you know.
2: Keep keep people's ex- expectations low, and you never disappoint them. That yeah. is basically how I've how I've lived my entire <laughs> life.
1: Hey, well, and this is interesting too for us because uh, our previous episode that we aired last week, we we interviewed gospel icon Kirk Franklin, who somehow did our show, and we we don't know why. His people truly did reach out to us for that, and we we're like, hell oh, yeah, that's sure. awesome. I do
0: think it was a mistake. <laughs>
1: And uh, and we're we're keeping the you know the gospel roots guest rolling with uh, Alex Goldman the following week,
0: <laughs> and
1: so how do we just keep the momentum here? Is it just booking? Is it just like? And the thing I say, Alex, the thing I, I keep pitching to Caroline for this year that she's not as into. Is that we pivot to Borat in 2021? That we have people on that we do not align with ideologically, which we already kind of have, you know. And we uh, we play to that given circumstance. But she's
2: not into them to it. make
0: a fool of themselves. Yes, that,
2: I mean that. I feel like that takes such incredible, delicate. Like right. I think, I think it takes a lot of talent. Thank you. I'm not saying that you guys don't have it.
0: No, I don't I have it, be, it. That's why I told Kevin I can't. I just do think it. it'd be
2: really draining. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would come at a cost. it would
1: I agree Kevin with that. is uh, ready
0: to pay the price. he is like, "Take the soul, take the blood from my veins, I will do it, I will lie, I will do it all, and that's fine. I think that can be you know a heroic effort, but i I really feel sick if I am dishonest in the smallest of ways, and so I cannot handle it.
1: We wouldn't be dishonest, we would be satirical, and those are very different qualities <laughs> no. Nope. Sad- I'd somehow <laughs> start
0: feeling bad for them and then I'd be like trying to make them look good. Like it would it would backfire. So
1: Satire does not make you a sad liar, Caroline. remember that. <laughs> for the following guests that we're gonna Did you to just play. come up with that? I did. I did, yes.
0: That's just why he could bore at and I can't.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you could be Maria baklova what's her name? Maria Baklova? She's probably gonna get nominated for an Oscar because this year's so weird. Uh, his daughter. Yes, yes. Is, but, yes. Yeah. I don't know what her name is, but. Yes. Did you watch yeah. Borat 2, Care?
0: I did. I did. Yeah. I, I Borat it out. Yeah, yeah. It was amazing. I I couldn't believe it.
1: Parts of it were very funny. Um
0: Alex, I'm also excited to have you on the show. Uh, I'm a longtime listener of Reply All, big fan. And Thank I've you. always seen myself as the Alex of this partnership that I have with Kevin. How
2: so? You it's a little I I'm also a little nervous about what <laughs> that means. I really don't know.
0: I don't know what it means. <laughs> it's an energy, it's a it's a posture, it's it's something, it's you know, constantly being berated by your co hosts in a way that's mm. both personal and well, hurtful.
2: That's true.
0: I mean, y'all are both married,
1: and your co-hosts are single, so that that is a dynamic. That
0: That's is different. true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And uh,
2: are you like we're both- are you like an are you like an absolutely credulous dolt like I am? Because like if someone <laughs> yeah. if someone in a, if someone in an interview is like is like is like, listen, I know that I'm holding this bloody knife, and there's a corpse next to me. I didn't murder them. I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, okay. I mean, uh, what is what happened there? And he's they're like, I don't know. He fell. And then a hole in his chest opened up And I'm like Oh, oh all right.
0: yeah I will mm-hmm. I will radically agree With things that I do not agree with All the time With her All the time Yeah, yeah That's right. why that Okay yeah. Our, our
1: pivot to Bora Might just become us <laughs> Becoming an alt-right <laughs> Me,
2: show On action nice. yeah, like, yeah. Yes yeah. Exactly
0: That's Caroline's what Caroline's just gonna become A
2: white supremacist <laughs> I love you Mr. Metaxas Thanks for doing the show <laughs> Kirk
0: Franklin Your worship sessions I think they did change people's lives And I think they did open hearts And that was a good call <laughs>
1: oh what like his maskless ones did he do did he do something like that
0: no i'm just referring yeah to the old christmas ones
1: oh yes 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 yeah well alex we love
0: by the way sorry real quick kirk franklin side road yeah did you see on his instagram that he has gently floated the idea of moving out of california and he was like asking his followers like Uh, what state should uh, i move to caroline
1: caroline you're thinking of kirk cameron you said kirk franklin
0: Oh, I met Kirk Cameron. I met Kirk Cameron.
1: Oh, so you've been thinking? Oh, you've been saying Kirk. I've been
0: saying Kirk Franklin yes. this whole time. Oh, okay. Mm, no, yes. sorry. I met Kirk Cameron. <laughs> Can you go back and dub that over? <laughs> this,
1: no, like, I can't. Past two minutes, <laughs> and Dang, that's sorry. why we need to pivot to Borat an, in twenty twenty one. We need an employee. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Kirk Franklin, uh, star of Growing Pains and Star Kirk Cameron. Of- you just did it. Oh, my God. See, well, I was trying <laughs> to make you feel supported and loved and respected. It and yeah, Wasn't man. that nice Aww. of me to do nice that? Nice safe, Nice safe. Yes.
0: Oh, maybe you're not a PJ after all. <laughs> hey.
1: I don't know what that means, yes, but Kirk Cameron is thinking about moving to Texas like uh, many of his brethren. Ben Shapiro's dead. All the All Right Boys are getting out. of. Uh, Joe Rogan moving to Texas as well. I believe Elon wow. Musk too, or he's yeah, just getting I really some do property think, there.
2: I really do think that, This is all just a prologue to a civil war. I mean, I hate to be dark, but I do think it's just people being like, well, I want to move to places where people are ideologically like me.
1: Yeah.
0: No, I don't. I don't think you're wrong. Yeah. And
1: there's some there's some tax stuff to it, too. Right. Because Texas is much more lax on tax. Oh, as yes. far as that stuff goes so yeah well we yeah, look yeah. forward to it maybe this will be part of the historical document of how hey it got we look there. forward to civil war isn't that interesting <laughs> hey listen i watched lincoln last night for the first time yeah. you know right. there's civil war in that so
0: war, my favorite so
2: thing about that movie is just that that daniel day lewis in the interest of historical accuracy read somewhere that abraham lincoln had a high voice oh spoke. that voice <laughs>
0: with, oh with that a, voice
2: so the whole hello, movie is like Lincoln. he's like oh hello, <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: we must free the slaves, <laughs> <laughs>
2: which I, I thought was a choice. Uh, <laughs> no,
0: now now uh, now now
2: no I know what you're saying yes. A
0: dialogue heavy movie too.
2: Um, what's it called that so uh, that made me think of the run by fruiting from um, Mrs. Doubtfire.
1: That's right. Oh yes, <laughs> and nice
2: and one of my one of my coworkers. This is I think she really underplays it, but my coworker Fia Benin was an extra in the run by fruiting scene.
0: Oh Mrs. Wow. can you imagine
2: how I if, I, if 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 that if that were the case for me, I'd lead with that. If you were like if I if you wanted to introduce me on this podcast and I was an extra <laughs> in the run by fruiting and Mrs. Doubtfire. First I'd credit be like, Yeah.
0: Everybody would know. He was an an extra in the
2: run-by-fruiting scene in Mrs. Doubtfire, and he hosts the Reply All podcast.
1: (laughs) You would take a screen cap, you would blow it up to a 27 by 40 poster. You would (laughs) give it to people as gifts for Christmas every year. That would rule. That'd be so cool. Yes. Well, dialogue-heavy movie, Caroline, because it's written by... Smoking the Cush himself, Tony Kushner
2: from Angels in America. Fame. I thought you were going to say it was written by David Mamet. <laughs> it
1: was, can you imagine? <laughs> free the slaves. Fuck you. Free the slaves. Free the slaves. We got to free the slaves. Fuck off. We're not freeing the slaves. <laughs> That's all it would be. Uh, yes, Alex, we would love to hear. If you have any background at all with religiosity, with religion, with faith stuff at all.
2: I, I mean, I, I'm sure that there are people who've probably outdone me on the show, but like, it's hard to find someone who is like less religious
0: than me. <laughs> In your entire life?
2: I don't think I've ever attended a church service. You've never stepped wow. inside a church, a synagogue. I've a been inside a church. Okay, you have? Okay, <laughs>
1: now the story's changing. This is interesting. And this is the journalistic sort of standards we're going to bring when Seeing we... see Kevin the, Oh, that. I see. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's a
0: loophole.
2: The classic um, loophole. So my, my mom... I grew up in an Irish Protestant family in West Virginia. My dad grew up in a Jewish family in Detroit. And my grandparents, who were the most religious of anybody in the family, like were not at all religious. Like There was no prohibition on eating pork in their house. There was no going to temple. There was no bar mitzvah for me, Like none of it. My mm-hmm. parents, my dad made like a half-assed attempt Attempt uh, mm-hmm. at some point after my parents got divorced to like light the menorah and do the I don't even know if it's a prayer to say the thing-a-ma-bob say thing I'm a Bob when you light the menorah. <laughs> uh, and
0: hit that thing one more time, dad. <laughs> I'd like to think it was
1: so half-assed. It was just like seven Yankee candles. He got a target last
2: minute. <laughs> <laughs> <Mazel tov. So. laughs> uh, but, but like, it really like. My grandparents are very they they feel very strongly associated with the culture of Judaism. All their family, all their family and all their friends are are Jewish pretty much. But mm-hmm. there was no religious fervor in my family whatsoever. Yeah. And I also grew up in a college town, a fairly li- liberal town, and I think I was taught for a very long time to be distrustful of religion and of people who Which are which religious. town is this? Ann Arbor, Michigan. Okay.
0: Oh, I went to Michigan for a little bit. What do you remember of them, like explaining to you about religion that made you feel like, oh, I should be weary, you know, or think about it?
2: If you grew up in a college town, like religion is so absent that the only time it's present is like when there's a street preacher. And to me, I was just like, Ugh,
0: oh, that right. is, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's
2: that to me <laughs> is just like it wasn't. There was no soft entrance to 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 religion for me. I mean, I think it's like a real net negative. Like I don't know a lot about the Bible. I've tried to read it a couple times and I've had very little luck because it is a slog. Why did you
1: try to read it? Was it for a particular project or just your own curiosity?
2: It was for my own curiosity and because, you know, I, I do like to read and pretty much every great book has many, many allusions to Bible stories and... I was like, I should probably know this text. Who's
1: this Cain guy and Abel? (laughs) He seems like an interesting character.
2: I got to brush up on this. I know the big. I know the big guys. Yeah, Goliath. Like, let me ask you a question. Like, yes, the big guys. Goliath being the biggest of them all. Like when you when you went and saw the Matrix and the ship was called the Nebuchadnezzar or whatever. Mm -hmm. Were you like, I know what that is? Oh,
1: that fucking got me off so big when I saw it. I was like, this is about Christianity, baby. Tossing around religious imagery as a shortcut to death. I love it. Arcade Fire, get at me. All that I feel like what you're-
0: Explaining is how I feel when a lot of people describe like Greek mythology, too. Of like, I know this is referenced all the time of these guys mm-hmm. and like Romulus and Remus and like all these people. Or that's probably not mm-hmm. even Greek. That's probably Roman. And I'm just like, I, yeah, I'm at a loss and I probably should read these classics some days just so I have like a baseline understanding of every story. But, uh, but there's this log. So what are you going to do?
2: The last time I, uh, the last time, the last thing I did before the pandemic was go see Hadestown.
0: Oh, okay. And I was like, yes.
2: I was like I was like, this is great. Lots of great sets, great music, great acting. I really uh-huh. wish I knew the story of any of these characters. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Is that just um, all mythological characters in that play? Mm-hmm.
2: It's like Hades and Hermes and so on and so forth and they they're all they're Mera. all acting they're all sort of acting out their stories, but it's set in this sort of like nineteen thirties ish kind of industrial
0: Oh, okay
2: mining town almost
0: well
1: yeah. if you guys are really interested in making greek mythology accessible to a broad audience i have a um act now petition for y'all to sign where we're rebooting <laughs> percy jackson the lightning thief it's been a few years since the last film came out <laughs> and it's been too big of a gap and we want we gotta want to get back on it
0: we need it we need more we need i
2: heard that. that that was like a real tragedy for percy jackson fans that that
0: oh yeah
1: the 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 jackoffs, which is what the fandom is called, they were devastated when that last movie I didn't come. I don't out.
2: know if this is a joke.
1: <laughs> you don't know if saying the jackoffs if were devastated jack-off. was a joke.
0: The jackoffs are broken. The community <laughs> and
1: I, I it's actually offensive for me to use that term because it's their community, I, and I'm right. not even like and I do love it, but I'm still they new member. And I'm, lear- I'm learning and yeah. I'm listening, so I'm I'm not exactly sure. So okay, Um, like a nominal interest in it didn't really do it for you. Did you come to like a like an atheist or agnostic kind of POV as far as like the world goes?
2: You know, it's weird and it's a thing that I keep I think about a lot with my kids. Is that like religion is totally absent, and I have to explain. Harvey is just turned six. He turned six last weekend, actually, and. I'm starting to have to explain to him the concept of God and prayer. These are things that come up in movies and in books. Uh, yeah. um, we were reading Streganona. Do you know Streganona? No. It's Sounds attack, delicious. It's like a, it 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 is a delicious book. It's a book about a magic pasta pot. Is that Ooh. true? Yeah. Oh. It's a book about a about a witch that has a magic pasta pot. She lives in Italy. She lives in like a town with like a with like a nunnery. Oh. And at one point. So she has a magic pasta pot, but you have to say magic words to make the pot stop boiling over with pasta uh-huh. and the uh the dumb uh the dumb guy from town that she's taken on as like a as like a caretaker for her house big anthony he has forgot he doesn't know the magic words to make it stop and so she goes away and he says the magic words to make the pasta start coming but he doesn't know how to make it stop so the pasta starts starts taking over the town the pasta is just going everywhere oh. and the and everybody and the nuns started praying the nuns start praying because the the town is going to be going to be taken everything's <laughs> going to be smothered by pasta and, and harvey was like what's praying and I was like, that is a real heavy concept.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but
2: it makes me, I'm like constantly considering what it means to have kids that not only don't have religion in their lives, but don't really even have spirituality. I think of myself as just kind of like, I just think I live in a natural world and I think of the natural world as being the beginning and the end. Right. And I, I don't know if I'm doing right by my kids by not letting them at least explore the ideas of the metaphysical you that's know I mean? interesting yeah. but
1: i i would imagine you're the kind of person and then you would be the kind of father that wouldn't just shut it down if they were open to something or curious about something you wouldn't just say this is all there is i'm certain of it forever goodbye like yeah or or are you saying that is a tact that you're tempted
2: to take? no i wouldn't but like my own experience is that i never did get super curious about it and mm-hmm. i'm like it's not, and it's not a thing that I'm, re. it's not like a regret I have, but it is a thing where I'm like, am I, am, is my closed offedness toward this particular thing, which I mm-hmm. think is incredibly enriching and important in people's lives. Yeah. And I don't want to discount it. Like, I'm not a person who's like, well, religion causes people to be, the, to hate one another and blah, blah, blah. Like, I think it serves a valuable community function. I think it serves like an incredible value, like a valuable moral and ethical function in a lot of ways. I'm just like I'm just like is my is me being so separate from it going to affect my kids? Yeah. I worry about it. I don't know. It's a yeah. it's a weird thing to even have to think about. <laughs>
1: uh, totally, because that is like it comes up all the time on the show in the sense of the sort of uh, threshold or the deadline for uh, at least having some sort of uh, articulable understanding of of worldview and religion as children is the kind of. Um, urgency with which people want to be able to communicate what they believe or don't believe to their kids in some way where it's like you're not messing them up and the answer to the question of will it affect your kids the answer is yes it will affect your kids but like positive or negatively i don't know like i i'm kind of, of the mind i wonder if it'd be more analogous it's a clumsy analogy but it's like you wouldn't need to uh be queer yourself to have queer children you know what i mean like and to like create a loving safe environment that's to raise them in as long as like it's like hey i'm not gay and you're you know but we support and love blah, blah 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 you know like it could be Mm -hmm. like that i guess if you wanted it to be i don't i don't think you're adversely affecting it right now just with its absence and that'll be something yeah. that they will be a journey for themselves and that'll be college and that'll be young adulthood and and they'll either become like you or rebel against you in some way,
2: right? Yeah. I mean, I I I keep I keep I think a lot about what kind of rebellion they're going to have. Like I feel <laughs> so like funny. a pretty chill dad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're going to become really uptight. <laughs> That's what okay. I worry about. Yeah, I actually, it. sometimes it's like I wonder if I will be so like so out there and like liberal and progressive at the point that I have children that they will like crave conservative values in order to like rebel against how they've been raised or something. I don't know. Maybe they will.
1: I mean, you would hope not. But yeah, there'd be core feelings that they would inherit. And then the worst parts of it, they wouldn't.
0: Alex, do you think post pandemic, you would take your children on a uh, a religious discovery tour? You could take them to the creation museum. You could take them to a Catholic service. To I, think to
2: I think I'd have to do all that stuff myself first. And I will say that my my wife, Sarah, her parent, her family's Catholic. And um, are Catholic to the point where like they will do Catholic services at weddings. There will be like a Catholic mm. service as part of the wedding. Mm. So that is sort of the, the most religious stuff I've had to do. And let me tell you something. I know it's not appropriate because I'm not supposed to be able to do it because I'm not baptized or whatever, but I want to eat one of those communion wafers so bad.
0: Oh, buddy. Yeah. Wait, can I... D- it's a special treat. Yeah, can
1: we tell you, just like from Insider to Outsider, <laughs> they taste like chicken. Isn't that
0: <laughs> weird? Mine tasted like fudge. Oh, wait, <laughs>
1: yours did... De- oh, I heard about this one. Oh, man. Yeah. See, there's all these Christ different spot. sort of it's sacraments.
2: Delish. spread across the I'm country. I'm trying to be... I, 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 there's a part of me that wants to be like, oh, yeah, well, you should try my fucking unleavened bread, but... <laughs>
0: No one's fooled I will by say that. though is the communion bread that I've had at every like Protestant church I've gone to is real bread or a cracker and those rock. But then the wafer that I had at a Catholic service, and this is on purpose, I think is like a flavorless, it has the texture of styrofoam basically. Mm-hmm. And you just like pop that in there and it is, is really unsatisfying. And I don't think that's what Jesus Christ wanted when he said, eat of my body.
1: Yeah, he wanted his body to taste like the honey wheat bread I had in Mosaic circa yeah, he's 2009. Yeah, like I know. I I'm a snack. Jesus, Everybody the ultimate snack. snack? Is that where we're going with that? <laughs> the
0: ultimate snack. We've been stacking on him for years. The true and centuries. perfect snack,
2: Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> oh man. <laughs>
2: Well, from parent- I, I didn't comment because it felt blasphemous. I was like, I, I'm not. It's not my place to say say anything about Jesus <laughs> being sorry. delicious. Welcome to <laughs>
0: good <get> Christian <laughs> Fight. I mean, he was
1: was Jim Caviezel jacked in Passion of the Christ? I don't remember if he had like. He a was. He, I mean,
2: he wasn't. I wouldn't like say jacked. Thin. Like he didn't have big muscles, but he was cut. He was cut. Like he, yeah.
0: Yeah, he was wiry. I yeah, I was aware that he was still Jim Caviezel. I'll say that. Okay. At moments Before I sobbed uh, For a long time
1: Wait did you cry Watching that movie
0: Oh my god Yeah Oh that's interesting Would you not cry You didn't cry
1: I did not cry
0: I was a young person In my like Probably peak of Christian fervor Mm -hmm. If you didn't cry you're going straight to hell, honestly. I know, I'll and I cried at Lincoln strongly. last
1: night, so I don't know <laughs> what I'm doing.
0: <laughs> now stir up feelings for, hello, Daniel
1: Day-Lewis <laughs> is Jesus Christ. Hello,
0: my body, <laughs> my blood. Uh,
1: well, Alex, from a parentless man to a parent I wish you the best in your spiritual journey. I really do trust you as as a person to be able to Well, thank you. Teach your children well with that stuff and to create safety. Like, I think, I think it's going to be okay. Like, I think, I think you're going to have a shit ton of other issues that have nothing to do with religion is what I'm saying. Oh
2: yeah. We already do. Like There's already plenty of other parental issues that don't have to do with this.
1: Terrific. Well, let's talk about them off mic. Uh, Let's take a quick break (laughs) and uh, we'll be right back with more good Christian fun. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. Before we get to the main meet, Alex, if you could, for our listeners, please, could you recap for us the segment that you do on your show, Reply All? Yes, yes, no. What, what is that format on your show, Reply All?
2: Our boss, his, his name is Alex Bloomberg. He's in his early to mid-50s, and he's like a normal early to mid 50 year old like Mm -hmm. he's not super focused on the petty dramas of the internet and so every once in a while he'll see something that is like totally inscrutable to him and he'll get in touch with us and say like hey can you explain what this means and we will then um we then can make a segment out of if it's good enough we can make a segment out of of Trying to sort of explain to him a, a, a usually sort of like an inside joke that then unfurls to be a, a big online drama. It's
1: okay. The best. And it's a great format. You've had people like Jason Manzucas as I guests on the it. show for that format. And mm. here on Good Christian Fun, we wanted to pay tribute to you oh. and to the show. And so it's time now <laughs> for a quick segment. We're calling Yes, yes, Lord. Yes. Lord. Lord, yes, yes, lord. yes lord yes yes lord where we're gonna read a bible verse <laughs> and see if the panel can figure out what it means and we'll go around <laughs> like, robin oh and see if we understand <laughs> it
2: oh i'm very excited for this okay <laughs> i'm I, I have my eyes closed i'm focusing really you do have hard your eyes closed I'm, yeah i want to i really want to be able to track this one
1: Okay. First Corinthians five, verses one and two. It is actually reported that there is sexual immorality among you, and a kind that even pagans do not tolerate. A man is sleeping with his father's wife, and you are proud. Shouldn't you rather have gone into mourning and have put out of your fellowship the man who has been doing this? Caroline, do you understand these verses? <laughs>
0: Jesus, this is the first you chose. Oh my God! Yeah, what what chapter is this? This is First Corinthians five
1: verses one and two.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm I'm at a yes.
1: Okay, say yeah, okay. Caroline's a yes. Alex, are you a yes or a no?
2: I mean, I understand a lot of the words in there. It seems like someone's being kind of a hypocrite. Hmm. I get I get that from it. Yes, but the larger context of it. I'm a big no. I don't know what Corinthians are or what it is. Is Are Corinthians yeah. a type of people? Is it yes. like a fruit? I mean, yes. what, what are Corinthians?
0: They are I know people. about rich,
2: rich Corinthian leather.
0: People from rich. the city of Corinth.
2: That's right. Okay. Yes.
0: So there was a church, I suppose, in Corinth. And I'm guessing Paul wrote this book because I just assume he wrote all the New Testament. And he wrote this to that church is a way to like tell them what to do. So Alex is kind of a no, kind
1: of a no.
2: I'm I'm pretty heavily a no, I'd say. Okay. Also, can I just say like, there's a real Dewey Decimal System vibe to the way that the books are numbered and chaptered and versed. Mm-hmm. Like there's too many numbers to it.
0: Too many numbers, I agree.
2: Yeah,
1: that's why the kind of more modern paraphrases of it, just take out the numbers altogether. it's just like a chapter. There's yeah, some, I've the, seen the some. The message
0: doesn't have like verse numbers on it, right?
1: The message really mixes it up and there's a translation called The Voice where in some parts it's formatted like a screenplay,
2: uh, which is no. interesting. No. <laughs> that sounds kind of cool, honestly.
1: Exterior, nothingness. It's Genesis one.
2: <laughs>
0: Interior, your body. Mm. Uh, your soul says. Interior, your heart. <laughs> okay. Wow. All right,
2: but I want to know what's going on with these Corinthians.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, unfortunately, Alex, you're going to have to do your own research on that. And that's how we play Yes, Yes, Lord. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) yes, Lord. Uh, we wanted to mirror the the evangelical church in which we don't let people ask questions and uh oh uh, yeah and everything is up devices. to personal
0: interpretation anyway that's so right it doesn't matter <laughs> uh but now it's time
1: for us to transition into the main meat of the show it's the format we call singles ministry it's singles A jingle that took, I think, forty five minutes to write in garage band, and then I never updated it after that.
0: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Singles I, yeah, Ministry.
1: Oh, thank you, Alex. Singles yeah. Ministry is the format in which we take one single song from one band and then we talk about it, listen to a little bit of it. We've all listened to it before the show and then we give it a holy roast or a holy toast ourselves. Yes. The song It's also for- a
0: play on the real thing that a lot of churches do, which is to have a a church service or a meeting just for single people in the church mm-hmm. and it's just oh. as cruel as it sounds
2: <laughs> yeah that sounds rough <laughs> yeah,
1: it's so the nice. christian equivalent to a key party hopefully in some ways <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. <laughs> 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 that's the <laughs> key to your heart um alex are you how you, we were talking about this before but you have had no exposure to christian pop culture at all Pretty much in your life,
2: yeah, not much. I uh, I didn't really know. I mean, this is gonna sound naive, but like I was too old for Veggie Tales. so I I didn't really know. Oh, look at this uh, guy, Caroline. He's too
1: cool for Veggie Tails.
2: Doesn't want. No, I didn't say cool. I said old. I was too old. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, you were yeah. not cool at all, but you would pass the the appropriate age window
2: for. Yeah, it. <laughs> I don't think they started doing it until the '90s. I, I see, was in high is. school. Okay, uh, I was I, I was too old for VeggieTales, uh, but like I didn't realize that it was a Christian thing until
0: wow. long after
2: I like I I recognized the faces of the veggies from
0: yeah. from just osmosis. That's amazing know? that their their reputation has gotten to the point that people know who they are, but they don't know that they're Christian. I don't know. Oh, it's yeah. just it's just amazing to me, like, like Chris
1: Pratt. <laughs> People know who he actually. I think everyone knows he's a Christian. I think everybody
0: now. knows now. Yeah. I think his Christianity
1: <laughs> has had the highest ascendancy yeah. in the last six months.
0: I wonder if the creators really what of happened tales- in the last six months. Oh, good.
1: During the election cycle, there was a Democratic Party fundraiser that the entire cast of Parks and Recreation participated in, except for except him Chris and Pratt. Aziz and Rob Lowe. I think. And yeah. and that was one of those things. And then there was a Democrat Party fundraiser that all the Avengers participated in, and then he did not participate in it as well. And so people people, I think, caught wise to the fact that he goes to a church that's not affirming of queer people. He is a conservative Christian man himself. He married a Schwarzenegger, for goodness sake. Uh, Although I guess that could be a whole potpourri of different kinds of political perspectives. Right. Mm -hmm. But then uh, recently, as of this week, RIP Chris Pratt was trending for no reason other than people just don't like
0: him. Man, people really turned the tide on him like really fast. (laughs) Yeah, he was was extremely popular.
1: Yeah. But I have a feeling Jurassic World 3 is going to turn this all around. Um, but yes, okay, so Minimal Involvement, you'd, you you told me you had heard of DC Talk before, but that's... I'd heard of DC Talk, and they're like a rap group, right? Am I right about that?
2: Oh, yeah, but oh, it's a yeah. little
1: bit more than that, Alex. They're, they're kinda, a they, rap group. They
2: combined rap
1: and rock, creating a different uh, kind of genre altogether. A rap-rock fusion. Ripe
2: so it's like, the, it's like the Judgment Night soundtrack. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. Uh, Judgment Night was a very bad movie starring... Dennis Leary was the bad guy in it. It was like a movie about some guys who get lost on the way home from a basketball game. They see a drug deal gone bad and Dennis Leary is the drug dealer. He shoots someone and then he spends the rest of the movie chasing them through like the bad part of town. But the real hook for the movie was that the soundtrack was rap group, very popular rap groups and very popular rock bands of the day Doing songs together. So it was like Day Lost Soul and My no. Bloody Valentine. My
1: and if God. you look at the poster for judgment night, it does align with the members of DC yeah. Talk in a way. Yeah. <laughs> we got Michael so. Tate, we got Toby Mac and we Wait, got Kevin Steve. It is a
0: hundred percent like one for one. Cuba that Gooding Jr.'s Michael. Even the look. Dennis hilarious. Oh. L- Oh, uh, Toby Mac. And- Although I'd say he's got a little bit of a... He's got a little bit of a Kevin Max going on as well.
2: Yeah, I guess so. Kevin yeah. Max
0: is kind of like a glam rock But if you... It, it, I
2: see the picture right here. Helmet and House of Pain. Teenage Fan Club De La Soul. Sonic Youth and Cypress Hill. Slayer and Ligonus. Ice-T. Back at wow. it again. Mudhoney and Sir Mix-a-Lot.
0: Wow. I wonder how they got such great music. Music really <laughs> used to be better, didn't Same it? movie.
1: Now all we have is Ariana Grande and freaking... It's so funny.
2: It's so... By the way, her name is Ariana Grande. Oh, ex- excuse me. I'm sorry to disrespect you <laughs> like
0: that.
2: <laughs> but I remember when we were like, when I, I, that must have come out when I was 11 or 12. And I was like, this is fucking awesome mm-hmm. that they did this, that this, that this, like, that this uh, capsule, that this perfect embodiment of all yes. the good music that's out right now exists. All the good music. And it fucking sucks. <laughs> if you go back and listen to it, it is <laughs> bad. It's oh, no way. It is- Bad.
0: Slaps. I don't know. It sounds like my kind of movie. I was, when you were describing it, I was like, "Yeah, I'd be into that." This is gonna be
1: Caroline's favorite movie. When <laughs> it's she not bad. Yeah, you
0: should go. You should I watch like it. that kind it's of stuff.
1: Cool. So we had you listen to a song called "Shine" by The Newsboys, and just to give a quick recap of who The Newsboys are,
2: I, I was very curious. I did not look because I was like, "I want all of this to be explained on Mike." But please, The Newsboys is not—it's not, not hidden as a name. Like it's not great.
1: Wow. You mean the search engine optimization of Newsboys harsh. doesn't do it for you? That is harsh. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean that
2: it's just not a great name, <laughs> name for a band.
1: The well, Newsboys? I mean, I don't Are they, know.
2: Is is the news that they're spreading the news? The of good news the Lord? of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Goodness. Okay, yeah, Alex. Yeah, okay. Yes, and they're they have their little. You say
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, like that isn't just like a. Perfect tie. Well, you're not just salivating front page headline. <laughs> to me, extra, that also puts extra. you with Newsies and Christian Bale and that whole Disney prestige. You know, it's nice.
2: Yeah, because Newsboys dress like dorks. And that's what I thought of when I heard the name <laughs>
0: of Newsboys.
2: Like suspendies and a, and, a, and, a, and a cap.
1: <laughs> I wonder if they regret not naming their band Newsies because they could have.
0: Yeah. yeah, they could have, have named good. it
1: Newsies, Newsies, and then it would have gotten all mixed up with everyone's Disney film nostalgia of the film of the same name, the the musical yeah. with Christian Bale, and then that might have elongated their
0: through time and yeah, immortal basically mm, yeah,
1: perhaps. Yeah. so maybe they wow. regret that. But
0: what the I wonder news... if Newsies sounds too cute, but Newsboys also sounds We're... cute,
1: you know? Newsies, that's for kids. We're Newsboys. <laughs>
0: Extra, (laughs) extra, read all
1: about it. (laughs) So the Newsboys, Alex, is a group hailing from Australia. They are Australian men. They were all from there. Um, The front man and Mr. Baldy himself, Peter Furler, he's kind of the, uh, well, currently, well, it's actually been through a few iterations. We should back it up. I think they started in the late 80s, early 90s. And they had songs like I'm Not Ashamed of Jesus Christ and kind of like they were like Jesus can be cool and we're going to do it in all these interesting different sort of styles including in this song we're listening to today. It's sort of uh, uh, like dance hall, (laughs) like Moby B-side sort of uh, techno (laughs) phase, techno rock phase. We've coined them as sort of the evangelical wiggles in a way because they had super high energy Live shows in which they'd be dancing around one of their big stunts uh, that they continue to do to this day. And we know this because Caroline and I did see them three years ago at the... (laughs) not the Palladium what's what's the it's venue like that the we, we saw them at the Wiltern in 2018 and one of their big stunts is they get um, their drummer gets on a um, drum riser and then the riser lifts off the stage and then tilts so then you're looking down at him at a 90 degree angle playing his drums as he, he's buckled in and they'll like spin the drum machine around yeah and, and then it spins and it's I, very that
0: cool. was so cool that sounds pretty cool <laughs> it was amazing but I can not believe it but there are
1: Australian men that do a essentially novelty songs and super catchy uh, you know they they um collaborated on this album this is from an album called Going Public uh from 1994 so that kind of places us in the mid 90s timeline which you can kind of hear in the instrumentation
2: Oh absolutely.
1: I would say a lot of their songs are geared towards preteens and children is what it feels like to me and then contemporary Christian radio which was very friendly to them but very broad and in fact you can see when you look up concert clips because they had they released a concert film i think in 1999 or 2000 where they played in houston texas and they are 100 percent lip syncing uh the lead singer is Uh lip syncing which is you know this isn't a boy band or like a female pop star where there's so much choreography (laughs) where it's like they literally have to lip sync because they're out of breath it's just they're lip-syncing.
0: Uh, did you, uh,
2: <laughs> did, 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 when you saw them, were they lip-syncing?
1: We couldn't tell, but I think definitely certain parts, right? We were going back and forth on this when we saw them.
0: Yeah, I mean, they sounded really sharp and they, I, I mean, not musically sharp, like like crisp the, and like... The vocals
1: sounded too perfect is the Yeah, problem.
0: the vocals didn't sound like old. You know how like... Your voice just ages too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, it, but it didn't sound like them as you know young men either. I don't know, maybe it was a later recording or something, but, but, but I wouldn't also, put it past them.
2: Also, was the crowd mostly preteens when you were there, or was no. are they a nostalgia act, act at this?
0: Point?
1: They are a nostalgia act at this point. Yeah, it is. Uh, people, but it wasn't a lot of older.
0: families. Yeah. it was like a. It looked like a lot of like mommy daughter dates or daddy son dates (laughs) a lot of daddy daddy son dates my favorite dates um yeah a lot of people that were there or like a group that maybe was like coming from church or whatever so yeah it was like a it was like a big reunion is what it felt like Mm
1: -hmm. yeah so they had much success throughout the the 90s and then into the 2000s and then their lead singer peter furler left Although there was another lead singer before him, a guy named John James, who like does co-lead vocals on the song with him, which you cannot tell, but at one point it does switch over to a different guy going, da 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 So he leaves. He had a drug addiction. I think they covered it up with, like he's going to be a missionary, spending time with his Peter family. Peter Furler did? No, John James did. Peter Furler oh, takes Mason. over in the 90s. Right. And then Peter Furler leaves, and then the aforementioned DC talk, Michael Tate from that band... That band had been broken up for a while. He joins the Newsboys as their lead frontman and lead singer, and then takes the Newsboys in a more explicitly conservative direction, in which they provide <laughs> the title track to the God's Not Dead trilogy, which is about, you know, liberal college professors being mean to Christian children and bullying
2: them until and
0: being saved.
1: God kills them with a car.
2: I know, I think I know about God's Not Dead. I get it confused with what's it called? The Colton Burpo.
1: Colton Burpo, oh, that's Heaven is for Real. Yes.
2: Heaven is for Real, God's Not Dead. Can real. you understand why I would be confused? They're no. They're basically the same no. title. Different titles
1: really. entirely. No. I don't want to say
2: that at all. <laughs> <laughs> also, 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 the name Colton Burpo. Colton Burpo really, is the best Colton part Burpo. That, Man, I way.
0: forgot about the joy of Colton Burpo. <laughs> Colton really, Burpo.
2: <laughs> it's really like, uh, it. It. I, I don't know if you've ever read my my Twitter feed, but it's mostly gibberish and <laughs> and we get a burpo in there and and Colton Burpo is a name that I remember back in the good old days of Twitter before uh-huh. um, before it just became everybody fighting over politics someone photoshopped a screenshot of Colton Burpo on a talk show and it changed his name to Brumpo Tungus <laughs> just because it just sounded similarly weird and <laughs> and that was that was like one of the funniest things I'd ever seen at that point in my life. Anyway.
0: Wait, have you seen um, uh, Heaven is got for it, Real? Got
2: Heaven is for Real. Yeah. There you go, Brumpo Tungus. There he the is. wickedly talented. Brumpo Tungus. <laughs> Wait.
0: <laughs>
2: I love this. This rule And then if you look, his dad is next to him and it's, his name is Busco Tungus. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh! Someone needs their band that. would be great in the
2: movie. Let's
0: go, Someone
1: check in on Colton. Is he a TikTok star yet? Is he dating you know, massive? How, how beard?
0: old is he now? He would be probably he's in forty 18s, now. Early 20s. He would be forty or fifty now.
2: <laughs> if my Massie, I went to gl- I went to Google him, but I accidentally typed Brimbo, <laughs> <Rumpo-tungus. laughs>
0: Damn, <laughs> that will never know what happened to. Colton, if you're
1: listening, we love you. We want you to come on the show. We won't yes. bore at you. Wink, uh, Wink. and uh, we're gonna have a great time with you but yes uh, hold know. on a second yes distractify.com
2: okay where's the little boy who's experience inspired yes. heaven is for real thank today? you
0: see this is why we have a journalist on the show where's colton uh, burpo what no.
2: happened to colton burpo uh colton surgery this is one of those sites that makes you scroll down forever to figure i love out
0: it A whole list
2: colton graduated from victory college what is that is that a religious college that doesn't it sound like a religious college it does. Um, look that he up. Lives in Eagle County. That? Since his experience, he re- regularly travels a lot to cities like New York, New York, and Los Angeles to spread his story and appear on television. Sounds like he's doing the same shit.
0: Yeah, Victory College, by the way, comes up on Google as affordable Christian education, an independent two-year Bible college.
2: His family also established Heaven Is For Real Ministries, where you can connect with the families and in prayer requests book them to wow. speak
0: at your church. Wow, he's still. And if going we want the good thing. stuff, we
1: go to the Instagram. <gasps>
0: Look this at is, him. This is Burpo today. Oh my God! At Colton fifty
1: nine. Bio: Christ follower with a unique personality and perspective. In that oh I God. died and saw heaven and I came back. That's my <laughs> per, wait. What's his link tree
0: take you to? I want to see that. Wait, he is has an OnlyFans. <laughs> wait, <laughs> <laughs> heaven is for real website and prayer requests. Those oh, are the only two links
1: at his link tree. I was
0: not even. He does. Does he have any merch? Uh, he has book. podcasts. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, Oh, let's GCF. see.
1: Oh, he was on. A, oh, okay, he was interviewed on. He podcasts. was on. Please be seated with Gallen. His, his podcast highlight is two slides. <laughs> it's,
0: it's the cover image and then that. Okay. Yes. So we could get him on GCF. Like he easily. Okay. He's booking.
1: Thirty-seven Look. weeks ago was his last post, and it was a verse and then some uh, generic inspirational. Oh. This past year has been crazy. God's been leading me in a direction that I didn't plan for. Is it back to heaven? colton uh he's closed doors in some areas while opening new ones for my new season i'm grateful for those who've been pouring into me
0: okay so this is his professional instagram we need to find his his real instagram yeah you think he's got a finsta he's posted on the 37 weeks ago and this is this is a young man who's got a unique personality and things to say there's no way he's not popping off on social media as much as possible
1: yeah, maybe not. Maybe he is, uh, maybe he's he has normal. a two-year Bible degree. Wait, this Wait, is all. One of, His grid is no, no, no. small. Oh, man. Wait, what's yeah, the he one with him much.
0: in that fancy lighting? Go up, a uh, up to a the right. right. Oh, here yeah, we go. There you go. What is this? Looking
1: forward to it's this chicken. weekend. If y'all don't know, there's a Christmas production going at Victory Tulsa this weekend. Oh, of course, they all end up in Tulsa, Oklahoma for some reason. It was awesome <laughs> to be a part of this process. They'll have plenty of showings in the little... Live stream it on victory.com Christmas. doing some Christmas.
0: acting too. Okay, so
1: he looks to be like a sort of like Roman soldier, or a Bible times person. The story of Christmas. Story well, he's been Christmas.
0: acting since he was a child. Okay, so, so probably not a Roman soldier.
1: They're probably not spoiling the ending of Christ's life. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: okay. uh, well we wish him well truly we wish you
1: the best Colton. we love you please come on and we'll be so nice to you please. and it'll make it you know what you're gonna have such a good time you're gonna believe heaven is for real again uh and <laughs>
0: you're gonna believe it's here on earth yeah you're gonna write
1: a book about how you went on our show and came back uh but uh newsboys is the band that <laughs> wrote and sang the song shine let's listen to a little bit Of this song that was essentially uh, an anthem for children's ministries, vacation Bible schools, and youth groups across the country. Or maybe across multiple countries. Maybe it wasn't just North America. Drum loop. And Alex, you're a musician, so I want you to tell us what you can, you know... Uh, Pay attention to and sort of notice about the arrangements and the instrumentation This
2: song is just like there are a lot of pop songs from around this time that sound a lot like this The first thing time I heard first, you know that song by the new radicals. You only get what you give Yeah That that was the first thing I thought of when I thought of it when I heard this and then I thought immediately of tub thumping by Chumbawumba. Very tub thumpy, right? Yeah all right, let's Both listen together. to a little bit of the verse and this
1: gorgeous vocal. way to explain kind
2: All right, all right, all right. So were you bathing the words to the song, Caroline?
0: Uh, only because I have the lyrics in front of me. <laughs> but <yes>. Oh, okay. <laughs> not, not
2: because you actually know them. That's my motivation. I
0: thought, honestly, I thought I knew them, and then I actually looked them up for the first time in my entire life, and uh, I was shocked. I was shook. I was not I was not prepared. I
1: didn't even know the lyrics to the song. chorus, but I knew that the 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 melody is a sort of um I guess it's an evil earworm because it's been with me for twenty years, twenty plus years <laughs> at <laughs> yeah, this
0: point. Seriously.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, seriously. da 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 yeah. da da yeah. da
2: da da like, da 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 I, da, I, da, I immediately da, da, da. I immediately went up went into my attic and learned how to play it on guitar.
0: You did? True. <laughs> no yeah. and
2: that's how we'll end the show,
1: just like uh, Mark Maron playing Boomer yeah. Lids at the end oh, of yeah.
0: the
1: um And to contextualize it, they're working with this songwriter named Steve Taylor. And Steve Taylor, in the 80s and 90s in the Christian music world, was considered the weird guy. He was the one that kind of brought a different sort of color and sense of
2: humor. Is different. that why they talk oh. about a vegetarian eating a barbecued hamster? I think that's his influence, yes, because <laughs> well, he's a Well, if you're not ready this. for
0: anything kind of out there or different or special, Alex, uh, then yeah, this isn't going to be the song for you.
2: <laughs> so, that basically, those, the, that, that moment, first of all, guys, Eskimo, not okay. It's not the word. You're, we don't say you're it now. are not supposed to use that word in, anymore. Um, I don't know if that was the case in the mid 90s, but I'm still chastising them for it. Uh, sure. Second of all, that line sucks. That line, the first time I heard it, I was like, I was like, because I was, I, I listened to it once while I was doing the dishes and I was like, oh, it's just like a- Breaking the dishes. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is just a rando. This is like, uh, the, this is like Chickadee China, the Chinese chicken. Yes. Style, style. Right, lyrics.
1: their influence and that's a song that came out after Shine. So I'm saying like, this was influential, actually.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, but upon second listen and actually looking at the lyrics, I was like, oh, I, I get what's going on here. This is a song about being so into God that people are going to be jealous of you. <laughs> that you're yeah, weird. or they will
0: like forsake the core tenets of their personality. <laughs> in order, the, or,
2: The life. way I read the lyrics, if you look at the lyrics, can I bring them up? Please. Give me just a second. Yeah. The lyrics are dull as dirt. You can't assert the kind of light that might persuade a strict da- dictator to retire, fire the army, teach the poor origami. Which like why cool. would you teach the poor origami? Because fire. it's a album. really
0: good thing and helpful thing to That's do. That's not
2: I'm I don't know anything about Christianity, but I know that like <laughs> I, I, I know that like the poor don't need origami they need other shit. the
0: opposite of being a dictator is, is doing um crafts
1: <laughs> i think wait do you think it's a critique do you think it's like you know what these christian missionaries they come into these cultures and tribes that they don't understand and <laughs> that's they're exact, like, let's paint exactly a school right. and it's like this isn't what we need we actually need water we need so the, running water
2: so then it's like in try as you may there is no way to explain the kind of change that would make a eskimo renounce mm-hmm. fur make a vegetarian barbecue hamster and then the chorus is shine make them wonder what you got make them wish that they were not on the outside looking board. the idea is like if you if you're you radiate the contentedness that one feels in in god's light or whatever mm-hmm. people will naturally uh will naturally see it will see it and be unable to resist it. that's right
0: Alex, you basically encapsulated my entire adolescence and young adulthood, right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, How did
2: it go? Did you get it did you get any converts?
0: Uh I think I maybe my body count was maybe one and a half. Oh my God.
1: Like I, I de- love tops. referring to people you converted as your body count. <laughs> That's
0: the Christian
1: body count.
0: But truly, people did like quote numbers like it wasn't how many people you had sex with it was like how many people you had witnessed to I think was what people would say but uh, yeah no this song is that like that idea of whatever you may be going through feeling actually want to do be so irresistibly cool calm happy etc that people will just yeah they'll drop everything they've got and they'll 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 come to God,
1: they'll well, glorify him. The chorus, I will say the scriptural root for the chorus is uh, from the Gospel of Matthew, it's Matthew five sixteen, which says, in the same way, let your light shine before others so they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. But it does get recontextualized and recrystallized. Listen, Jesus is pretty weird, right? And so once you have him inside you, you're gonna do some weird things that the other kids aren't gonna understand but they are going to be curious (laughs) when they see you. They're going to be like, he's different from the other guys. She's different from the other girls. And you're (laughs) not going to be annoying about it. You're not going to be an obnoxious jerk, but you're going to do stuff that's so fucking weird that they're going to be like, I got to get a piece (laughs) of that, whatever that is. I I need to dig in. Wait, who's this Jesus guy? Tell me more about him, Kevin. That's the sort of hope and the idea. And this song uh, as as uh, trite as it is, I think is essentially the sort of evangelical idea that Caroline and I truly did have and so many people in our whatever generation or age bracket truly did have is like, hey, live your life and there's gonna be something a little different about you and you're not gonna be obnoxious on like yell at people at street corners, but people are gonna notice, and you're gonna have friends and then ask questions and then you can talk to them about the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's how it works. And mm-hmm. did it work that That's way? Being not elite. really.
0: <laughs> not at all. No, it just made you not have as many friends as you would have normally. Also, this wouldn't be, you know, a 90s Christian song critiquing the culture if there wasn't a mention of Oprah.
1: <laughs> yes, everyone's oh, yeah. so
2: mad at Oprah. This is not
0: the first time that we've had a song talk about Oprah in it, right? No, that was casting. What is Crouch. the Christian
2: beef with Oprah?
0: Uh,
1: because she's, uh, well, I think honestly, because a lot of men in faith are threatened by... influential woman of color
0: honestly yeah well yeah it's it's probably some racism and it is a little bit but she's, of Christian she's a solider. is what's but so she's, funny but that's what bothers people or at least what I remember bothering people was like she's Christian but she also incorporates like some of the secret and a little bit of like some new age yeah. stuff and so a lot of people saw that as like bastardizing Christianity and then leading people fully away from Christianity as a result yeah. and so mm-hmm. she was and because she had so much influence and people really looked up to her, it really threatened a lot of Christian leaders at the time that she was professing to be Christian, but was like making space for a pluralistic view of that, you know?
1: So, as a to, like, long story short, it's a mix of misogyny, racism, and, <laughs> and just like kind of um, the perfect theological <laughs> snobbery. In a, a little sense.
0: Angostura bitters and delicious yeah there
1: you go that's the christian faith baby it's <laughs> <Yes>, oprah <laughs> freaks science seeks a rationale that she'll excuse the strange paper.
0: science geeks <laughs> science geeks again science
1: i draw a clear line from then to now where Honestly. science is a loaded political religious or anti-religious word it's not just like math it's not just one and one is two science oh, yeah. a little science geek over
0: here they're just
1: like skeptics you know yes so also the Thesis of this song is so similar to DC talk's most popular song, Jesus Freak. Yes. Which is what will people think when they hear that I'm a Jesus freak? What will people do when they find out it's true? I don't even care if they do really me care. a Jesus freak. Where it's like, again, Jesus is gonna like fuck your shit up so much that people are gonna notice and they're <laughs> going they're not gonna understand or they're gonna be curious and uh you're a freak and we let that um <laughs> That flag I mean,
2: to me, that sounds to me like a, that's like a theme that is pretty universal about being a freak, about being not understood. Yeah. Like that any feels,
0: subculture you think has this kind of attitude about it?
2: Yeah, I mean, there there's songs about, you know, about being someone who is too weird and no one gets you mm-hmm. that are secular. I, I can, But it's I,
0: the point of those songs, like, but the weirdness will be what people are drawn to and then they will want to be a part of your weirdness.
2: I think I think the, that the thing is, like, just be yourself because you don't have any choice. Yeah. You know, Katy Perry wants you to be a firework and show them what you're worth. Yeah. And- Katy Perry, Christian singer.
0: I wanted to point out my favorite uh, couplet in this song, which was that would make... Uh, you'll inspire the world—an entire turnaround that would make a bouncer take ballet, even bouncers who are unhappy. And I just, I just, I love that we spent more time on these bouncers and their emotional life than the dictator, than Oprah, than science people. All of them, like, was like. Even these bouncers that are going through a hard time.
1: I, well, okay, here, here's my question. I don't know. Maybe you can speak to this, Alex, and remembering the culture better than I did when I was a five-year-old. Was uh, the line that would uh, make a bouncer take ballet, even bouncers who aren't happy, wink, is that even bouncers who aren't, is there like some sort of, Queer implication, like, like, is it a euphemism for even bouncers like you know who aren't gay would take ballet? Even like straight I don't
0: bouncers,
2: f- think so? No,
0: <laughs> that's a real no.
2: S- <laughs> the only bouncer I can think of in the culture is what is Patrick Swayze in Roadhouse, and he was like the
0: yeah straightest the man alive. He <laughs> was like the, he was like the
2: height of masculinity in that in that movie.
0: Yeah, like that. I think that's more the point of it. Yeah, it's like a bouncer couldn't couldn't be more beefy more manly than that and look at him playing <laughs> this is also ballet. influenced
1: by going to genius.com and looking up this song and the only footnote is for the word happy and it says gay <laughs> 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 it. but i'm wondering i don't know if it's some sort of slang that, that i'm just it not aware be. of
0: i don't know and they're like
1: saying something right. strangely homophobic i don't know Unhappy means no, not unhappy. the The lyric isn't unhappy; it's happy.
0: Oh, it isn't. Oh, then my Google translation is wrong.
1: Unless my Google is wrong.
0: Oh
2: boy, we got
0: a real Uh-oh. conundrum we here. We got a real Google v Google.
2: I I just uh, I just Googled are bouncers gay uh-huh. because I I don't I have I have never heard of a correlation between those <laughs> between no homosexuality not- and bouncers.
1: No, not bouncers. But the word happy, like even bouncers who aren't happy. Oh, you mean the word
2: happy being Yes, that's the what I mean. Gay. I don't mean
1: bouncers is a shorthand for a queer person. <laughs>
0: I mean happy okay, I was confused as being like
2: fay
1: or like,
0: you know, like
1: uh, like that sort of thing. Not
0: th- Wow. Bounce- this is a real textual analysis of this line about the bouncers. I mean, I I see it. Well it's
1: strange. It's you were right to point out like why spend the time. Saying even bouncers who aren't happy. Happy. That's what I mean. Hmm. (laughs) I
0: don't Hmm. mean to say
1: anything offensive or incendiary. No, I don't think you're being offensive. I'm just trying to get to the bottom. I'm just
0: trying to, like, you know, get to the moment where the newsboys were like, we have to talk about queer people in this song as well. And the fact that they will turn to dance because they will be so inspired by the Lord, something that they never like. (laughs)
1: no but it's not a queer person he's saying even bouncers who aren't happy (laughs) so it's like even straight bouncers that's what i'm saying
2: even bouncers who aren't happy uh hold on a second i'm on a website called whitewashedfeminism.wordpress.com you
1: found my blog
2: and it says (laughs) and it sounds like it's it looks like it's a christian site and they really hate the song Oh. They are doing a cultural, they are doing a critique of this song. Wow. Um, they really hate the schizophrenic thing. We really have issues with accepting mental illness within many oh, Christian Oh, dude, we need circles. to talk
0: about that part. Yeah. I
2: know that this was an attempt to be funny, but a schizophrenic has serious mental illness that is more than just crayons and will need more, far more than just faith to cure. I agree. Um, and then they quote, you know, that, that couplet and... And this person says, what you can't hear in the written lyrics is that it's quite obvious that happy doesn't rhyme with ballet. There's a lengthy pause between the words aren't and happy. And that they're using something else to avoid talking about, you know, the gay. And I just can't roll my eyes hard enough. Okay, because it's like, oh,
1: it's like a fake rhyme, like... Uh, suck a tash and kiss oh, yeah. my butt. Like, it's almost like, oh, of course we would know right. this rhyme. We go, ballet, gay, uh, happy. But he, he does say it like happy. So it's not even a but fake.
0: Bouncers? <laughs> I'm not saying bouncers. Saying but, this. like, why would he put that together? I it's, yeah, they I think rhyme, we're back to the, goal, the search of, like, are bouncers gay? Because I, I think know. that's what we need to know. <laughs> i just can't i can't and this understand. is what we'll ask
1: michael tate <laughs>
2: when we have him on the oh my show God. i'm gonna be
0: thinking about this for like a long time Oh my Lord. i'm on
2: songmeetings.com and there's nothing about that particular line no there's not
1: but, Trust but there me is a lot
2: me. of i love this song the lyrics are pure brilliance and so the message is clear mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah there's, uh, there's a lot there
0: yeah did you guys watch the music video by the way
2: No, I just listened to the song. I did. It
1: starts with a woman in kabuki Japanese theater makeup eating a hamster. Um, And she's in geisha. Excuse me, geisha makeup. You're right.
0: Geisha wear. Yeah, which is like, hmm, okay, maybe just the existence of that isn't an issue. But I don't (laughs) love it on this new boys, boys music video. That was very like avant garde. I think is what they were going for.
1: Yeah, cuz they're so weird. Cause Jesus, Caroline, aren't yeah. you interested oh. in why?
0: <laughs> yeah, like they're so freaky deaky. That's though. What I mean. <laughs> um, but the but I was going to point out that the the schizophrenic line gets a long visual like gag in that music video of like a guy in a straight jacket. In, in a straight jacket yeah. like r- like ch- running around and oh. then everybody else who's in the music video including like a deadhead and uh, the dictator are like laughing at him and then he gets pulled by his feet like up through up to the ceiling like he just like walks out of frame and that is really freaking not cool you yeah, need to teach children rough. that that's terrible
1: that's rough man Jamila Jamil if she listened to this song she would have some mm. She'd be furious. words to say well,
0: she would get schizophrenia <laughs> <once>. Z- <laughs> she would realize she ah! has it uh, third B attack not a not a dig
2: on uh, it's to wait what's the jamil.
1: bee attack thing jamila jamil oh boy how do i even break this down there were two different instances <laughs> in which she got attacked by bees according to her because someone said oh i think you were lying about this in an interview and she said no i wasn't lying there were actually two different instances in which i was attacked by a swarm of bees because people went through like oh she kind of Man, this is really taking me back. I miss this. This is like two um, years ago. Uh, 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 <laughs> this
0: was the good, the good old days for Kev. <laughs> <laughs> this is really pre-pandemic, just
1: beautiful. Like <laughs> Those were the salad days, man. People were just exposing
0: Jamila. <laughs> just to talk about.
1: Um, yeah, but they went through like, oh, she lied about all these diseases or was like really weird with the truth about some of them at least, including this thing about getting attacked by bees. She describes it this way here and another way here where it like doesn't match up. And she reconciled it by saying, no, those are two different... Attacks.
0: <laughs> Those are two different <laughs> attacks
1: by swarms of bees. So sometimes
0: lightning strikes twice
1: in yes. the same
0: spot. You know.
1: <laughs> Love and respect to her, man. I I need to check in on her. I don't know what she's up yeah, to. Yeah, what's she been up to? She's I feel like she's pissed
0: quiet.
2: everyone off nonstop for about a
1: None. year.
0: Nonstop.
1: I feel like uh, maybe her and Lin-Manuel Miranda got the, a new publicist at the same time because they both got real silent in the last six to eight months, uh, social media-wise.
0: I don't know. She's still tweeting about the issues.
1: Oh, well I can't wait let's make her trend again with this podcast her, her all
0: her right heart. I mean bio and... okay good yeah.
1: what, what else do we want to say about this song any final thoughts before we give it a roaster toast it's shine the the music is aggressively straight down the middle bouncy wait is it dance hall it, or am I thinking of a different thing Alex it's rhythm it's not, well, it's, <laughs> it's, not rhythm. it's a
0: Caribbean flavor we need to
1: respect Peter furler's neck <laughs> <laughs>
2: I feel like I feel like this anything I'm saying Hanks here is Chet culture I can't, I can't win this yeah. it just sounds like a pop song to me I, yeah I guess so I guess so also yeah. oh I was gonna
1: say the lyrical thing is almost like uh, ironic by Lance more another early mid 90s where yeah. Yeah. you're just listing a bunch of things it's an example of this it's an example of this here's something that would make someone do something weird so
2: I miss I will say things. that if they didn't have the lines let's see let them see good works and then let them glorify the Lord this could easily be a secular song.
1: I know. This could really,
2: and that's, that's all it would take. That's what's. Yeah, because so cool yeah, it could
0: be a real be yourself song, like you said.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Shine. Which is just never be the
0: yourself at school. Evangelical Christianity. <laughs> and your friends will think
1: you're cool <laughs> and they'll <laughs> invite you out to lunch or whatever. that would be great. Uh, okay. Well, let's give it a roaster toast. And the way this works, Alice, is we're going to give it a holy toast. Or holy roast. Holy toast, that is a thumbs up from the Good Christian Fun podcast. That's when we send it all the way to heaven, where the angels will be toasting it for eternity. Along with uh, you know, Brumpo Tungus up there when he's there <laughs> a little bit. Holy roast, we send it down <laughs> all the way to hell. I thought Oprah will be very soon. Where Oprah's, I got a (laughs) one-way ticket, baby.
0: Oh my god! For
1: preaching a false gospel. Uh, Caroline, we'll start with you. What do you give this song?
0: Um, you know, truly, if I had never read the lyrics and found out what was in the verses, I would have given this such a confident toast because this is like a fun song, you know, that I've heard over the years and have always kind of enjoyed. Um, But I, I'm going to get sincere for a second, too, because the lyrics and the idea of this song of, you know, performing your faith or your joy or your extreme happiness so that other people are drawn to your faith and join because of that um, gave me a lot of issues. And I'm still unpacking that now of like making mistakes or not pleasing everybody or not being perfect or making everybody feel really good after they talk to me um is, is not healthy. It's a not it's not a great way to be and it it is very performance based rather than like a natural, authentic expression of how you feel every day in your faith. And so I don't like the message of the song. I don't like the lyrics of this song. I love the beat, but it's gonna get a roast. It's gonna go to hell.
1: <laughs> I love the beat is going in our theme song next week.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love you're gonna change it to I love to beat <laughs>
1: My husband. All right, we'll turn it to Alex.
2: God, I feel, I feel, it feels tough to, to follow that because that was genuinely sincere. I mean, the song kind of slaps.
0: Please be insincere. It's okay. so <laughs> good.
2: No, it's, it's, a, I mean, the lyrics are awful.
0: Yeah. The, me- but it does
2: the, the message, once decoupled from the Christianity stuff, is actually pretty good.
0: Could be it's fuck. just like
2: it's like fuck the haters, be yourself. That I like. Yeah. It feels like saying make
0: a safe space for dictators. Right. Normalize exactly.
2: dictators in 2021. Changing their minds. <laughs> roasting it feels like I'm roasting tub thumping and again that feels like a bad. <laughs> you you know that What's do you know that chumbawamba thumping? also we're like we're like crazy super uh, political revolution yeah they genre. were
1: like punk rock weirdos and tub thumping was the outlier in their career
2: wow. so so that song was supposed to be about like the incredible resilience of the proletariat and like wow. and like about how it no matter how sh- but like their first album was called pictures of starving children sell records <sighs> that is Jumbawumba's. uh uh a political viewpoint. <laughs> and and I remember there's this kid Matt I went to high school with who was like you got to check this this is before tub thumping came out and he was like you got to check this band out they're so good and he gave me the thing and I was like no this is really bad shitty like disco dance garbage like this sucks and he was like but like you got to listen to the lyrics and I was like I can't like I cannot listen to the lyrics of this music because the music <laughs> is so bad but um Roasting the song feels like roasting tub thumping. I can't do it. I have to toast it. I also don't want to send anyone to hell. That feels like a big deal. Wow.
1: Very compassionate. A universalist
0: on the pod. Oh,
1: okay. Well, (laughs) uh, have fun with Oprah. I'm sure you'll be holding hands on the way down.
2: (laughs) 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 I'm toasting it because I feel like I, not having experienced what you experienced in Christianity, I can... Separate myself from that's totally valid that notion, yes. and also love the beat just like yeah. you.
0: And we love that beat.
1: <laughs> All right, that's going on the theme song next week as well.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> putting Alex in there, baby.
0: <laughs> yeah, yay!
1: I'm I'm giving it a roast. I am unfortunately uh, not being as compassionate, Mr. Goldman, and I am I'm sending this song to hell. But I do affirm what Alex is saying about the the core of the message of the song being good. I think we do want to live lives in ways that have unobnoxious, positive effect on those around us. That is not didactic or um, direct in some ways. Like we do want to be, a positive force in people's lives. I just, I just finished the Mr. Rogers biography today. I've been reading for like a year and a half. And like, that's an example of a guy who like, and he was very religious himself. He was an ordained minister. Uh, but someone where it's like just his being and the kind of person he was is what this song is truly about where it's like, this guy is, there is this, um, this self-composed power within this man to be as content as, and to be as uh, loving and giving in the way that he is, and I think that that's aspirational in a lot of ways. And he was and he was a weirdo in some ways I don't like, and he was a weirdo in ways I think are cool. But I would like to aspire to a sort of life that is admirable, that is active and direct in the ways that are appropriate, and then passive and indirect in positive ways that are appropriate too. That being said, I don't think I needed to glorify the Lord. I don't need to talk about people with schizophrenia. I'm certainly not gonna eat any motherfucking hamsters. So <gasps> I will. Wait, what's the gas for, Caroline? Even
0: with a nice, a nice like North Carolina glaze on there with some vinegar <sighs> sauce, like ooh.
2: Wait, Delicious. Caroline, you're turning me around. On <laughs> this. Smoked
0: for overnight, you know, for eight hours, low and slow.
2: I need a hamster in a heartbeat.
0: Uh, oh yeah! <laughs> I don't. I don't like. I don't like.
2: Evil. I hate hamsters. I'd fucking eat it. I don't. I, don't I
0: wouldn't like eat someone's pet. No, if had, but if someone yeah, was, if someone, if someone hamster. put a plate
2: in front of me, that, and they were like, "This is hamster," I'd be like, "Great."
0: Especially if it was on a skewer. For some reason, if if a little meat's on a skewer too, I'm just like, ha, 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 "Absolutely."
2: <laughs> but you know what? You know, now that we talked about it, and I'm reminded of the of the uh happy being a euphemism for gay thing, I'm I'm roasting this song too. What? Um,
0: Oh, wow, he stands by his roast. principles. Yeah. Oh, man. Fuck nice. that.
2: I don't yeah. care how how much you sound like Tom <laughs> Filming.
1: <laughs> hey, everyone watch Q-Force, that CGI movie starring hamsters uh, after we're done here. It'll be like watching Ooh. Great British Bake Off because our appetites <laughs> are so Delicious. salivated for <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's a unanimous holy roast from the Good Christian Fun Podcast, but we are not the final word good at Christian Fun Pod. You can give it a rest or a toast yourself. Get out there and...
0: Pokemon go to the polls. We did it. We did it, Joe. We shined, Joe. We, we shined.
1: shined. We made him wonder what we had, Joe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i have always wondering, what has Joe Biden got that I don't have? You There's know? something
1: about his hair and He's his weird pulled back him. face that's different. <laughs>
0: <laughs> something about his smile.
1: <laughs> There's something about the way Kamala Harris is dancing with those boys in blue that
0: kind of strikes me Ooh. as a little bit <laughs> interesting. I want to be a part of that. I want
1: I want what Kamala has. <laughs> I want what she has. Deck the halls. Okay, I can't do it. Uh, we're bringing it down. We're dimming the lights. We're lighting the candles, Alex. Now we're entering to a more worshipful space. But uh, we're not here to plug ourselves or to promote our own projects. We're here to lift them up to our Lord. And we start as usual to Caroline, who is once I got again it. okay. I got
0: it. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> I am ready. What surprise? But she's ready. She ready? Now. Um, I am Caroline sparts online. Find me our song on TikTok from GCF Second Service continues to be on my TikTok, and unfortunately. A one second clip that I posted for Property Brothers is vastly outperforming our very hard work <laughs> that we put in. <laughs> it is now my most viewed clip. Uh, anyway, that uh, so you can check That's me funny. out there. And then um, I'm going to lift up a podcast that I have been really enjoying. It's called Lolita Podcast. It's by uh, Jamie oh, it Loftus. Is so have good. you been listening to it too? Oh my yeah. god,
1: friend of the show, I mean, Jamie is, Loftus, who was on last year. It's
0: tough subject material, but she handles it with so much clarity and compassion. And there is so much to this story that I never knew, or maybe you've heard about it in passing, and she just delves into the book and the movies and the music and the culture around it and the visuals, and it's just, it's really, it's going to blow you away. It's really, really good. If you can handle it, I I highly recommend listening to that.
2: You know, I I listened to her My Year in Mensa podcast. Mm
0: -hmm. Oh, yeah, me too, yeah.
2: As as like a a lark, just because I follow her on Twitter, and I was like, okay, I'll check this out. And like i've I've been in like narrative radio for seven, eight years now, and like I feel like I'm finally getting a handle on like what it's supposed to sound like and how to make it good and like how to how to like create a narrative and so on and so forth. and like Jamie just is like so good at composing a story and also just like doesn't have any of the sort of like rigid conventions that I have from coming from public radio Sure, like yeah. the entire f- like the entire f- uh, uh, my year in Mensa just has like the air like the rap air horns all the time in it yeah, which is yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. which
2: is like such a fucking funny joke
0: she's a um, comedian too and she's like she's a strange comedian I think I'd argue also but really smart and really funny and so her the, the podcast she does are also funny too
2: But Lolita podcast is pretty harrowing, but it's really, really
0: fascinating. It's amazing. It's so good. A lot of great interviews in there, too. So, really good.
1: Yes, check it out. Uh, Thank you. We'll turn it to
2: Alex. If you want to find me online, uh, my Twitter handle is A Goldmund, A G O L D M U N D, because A Goldman was taken. My last name is (laughs) Goldman, though. So, (laughs) don't get confused by that. Who the hell is Um, A
1: Goldman? Should we bully him? Until he gets uh, up. Th- uh, I think
2: it might actually be a woman whose name is Alex Goldman.
1: It's Ariella Goldman. Okay, everyone. Yeah. Okay, GCF Army, stand G-CF back five. and stand
0: by. No,
2: Mm-mm-mm-mm. no.
0: Let's no. swatter. Let's swatter.
1: No, she seems very nice. She's yeah, not she an anti-masker. anti-masker. She's yeah. she's posting about you should wear two masks. So she seems. <gasps> hey, if someone right. should have it, it's her.
2: But she's no. also posting about the Lincoln Project. Go harass her. Uh oh. No, I'm kidding. Don't <laughs> <harass> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, um, Did somebody say uh, my name? The Lincoln
0: Project.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just an uh, honor.
1: <laughs> you can lift me up at Kevin T. Porter everywhere. Okay, my lift up I, I, is gonna be the. It, it's, it's corny, but it's in and of itself, and it is good. But you have to watch it this week. It's corny, but it's. I good. want to talk about
0: it with you later. I, I don't want to talk about it here because it's know. such an easy to spoil show. Yeah,
1: don't 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 look up anything about it because it'll be like Nanette in like eight months, where it's like the discourse that's totally poisonous. And even with all the like disclaimers and prerequisites I'm giving right now, it's kind of like that. But just watch it and uh, enjoy. Yeah, in and of itself, it's on Hulu. Uh, it's. <laughs> I can't I'm corny. I was, uh, you know, I am what I am. This <laughs> That's the is-
0: impression Nate and I have been doing around the house for a while. <laughs> a um, no, Im- I recommend it too. Fully. fully. Visual
1: impression.
0: Okay. But, uh, or, or watch Lincoln,
1: uh, which is on HBO <laughs> snacks. Uh, you can lift us up at Christian fun Pod everywhere. You can go to patreon.com slash good Christian fun. You can leave us a review. On Apple Podcasts, in every review you leave, we donate a dollar to charity, and this month's charity is the SELA Neighborhood Homeless Coalition. Oh, which reminds me, you can go to kevinbaconshop.com if you want some uh, cookies in the Los Angeles County area. Uh, I'm now at a manageable amount of deliveries again. Do it.
0: Make Kevin or, sweat. Yeah, make me
1: sweat, baby. It's all <laughs> I did for 10 days straight. Uh, but uh, yeah, and I hope to How many orders soon. did
0: you get all at once again?
1: 65. Uh, oh my God, geez.
2: So how many cookies is that?
1: Well, at least multiply it by six. But there were like in some orders three dozen cookies. So I don't know. It was upwards Smokes. of. Oh, you do the math, listener. A thousand.
0: I, That's I, why there was no flour at my Vons this week. I've baked <laughs>
1: over fifteen hundred cookies in the last month. I sound like Papa John's. I've eaten over Gosh, forty pieces. Yeah,
0: I've tried them all. They all taste perfect.
1: <laughs> Alex, buddy, thanks so much for doing the show. What Anytime, time. it is
2: such a pleasure. I, I, I love you so much, Kevin. Oh,
1: you too, man. Oh, what a, what a nice time. Thank I you also love you, Caroline. Light. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, put that in the drop.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> I going not believe that part. Uh, there's nothing left to say except when all pods people said, a- Amen. A Goldman. A Goldmund. Okay, let's uh, go out with Shine again. And uh, let this shine us all the way to heaven, where we're going to meet Colton, Burpo, real soon. What would you call this vocal delivery?
2: Um, bad. bad. Okay. <laughs> all right. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.
1: That was a
0: Headgum podcast.